A word of warning. What follows includes harrowing testimony and graphic descriptions of human rights violations. But it was in connection with the killing of 14-year-old activist Stompy Sapay that Winnie Madikizela Mandela would forever be linked. In 1991, she was found guilty of kidnapping Stompy from the Methodist manse in Soweto and sentenced to six years in jail. Following an appeal, she paid a fine and never served a day. Darren Taylor and Angie Caplianis report. I saw her killing Stompy. Katiza Tsebakulu. Okay, I'm referring to Winnie. She raised her hand twice and put it down as well in a form of stabbing. And I left immediately into my bedroom. I was scared as to what I was seeing, whether it was a nightmare or what. But Jerry Richardson says Marikizela Mandela gave him and Slash Mchali the job of killing Stompy Sapay, the teenager who she insisted was a police informer. I slaughtered him like a goat. We made him lie on his back and I put garden shears through his neck and the garden shears penetrated to the back of his neck and I made some cutting motion. Slash also had his own pair of garden shears and he cut Stompy's neck. He really wanted to make sure that we cut his throat. In early 1989, ANC leaders tried to get Winnie Madikizela Mandela to release Stompy Sepe and the other young men from her Soweto home. She even refuses to listen to the pleas of Nelson Mandela, and insists that the youths are there on their own free will. But when Stompy's decomposed body is found on a hill overlooking Soweto, the ANC intervenes. Top members like Aza Kachalia call a news conference and tell the masses, distance yourselves from Winnie Mandela. It was one of the most difficult decisions I have ever made. But I think it was also one of the proudest moments that I can remember. Anyone who has been convicted of having committed a criminal offence, which amounts to a gross violation of a person's human rights, should not be regarded as fit to hold public office. Order. Winnie Marikizela Mandela shakes her head, laughs and whispers to her lawyer, in the face of witnesses lined up against her. Witnesses like one-time friend, Oliswa Falati. My hands are not dripping with the blood of the African children. I've never compromised my comrades. I've never even compromised her. I went to prison for her as my leader. She was so much ungrateful. She dehumanizes a person. She reduces a person to nothing. She regards herself as a demigod. She regards herself as a super being. Madiki Zella Mandela rolls her index finger at the side of her head, implying that Falati is insane. I don't know Mrs. Mandela, really. We've met face to face briefly. My feelings 
about you have, have taken me in many directions, as you can imagine. Marikuzela Mandela relies on information from Falati and falsely accuses this man, Methodist Reverend Paul Verane, of sodomizing young men at his manse. She then orders her football club to bring them to her house. I have been profoundly, profoundly affected by some of the things that you have said about me, that have hurt me and cut me to the quick. I have had to struggle to come to some place of learning to forgive, even if you do not want forgiveness or even think that I deserve to offer that to you. I struggle to, to find a way in which we can be reconciled for the sake of this nation and for the people that I believe God loves so deeply. And so I, I sit before you and want to say that to you. The truth has been suppressed because people have vanished and feared for their lives. And I really believe that to dispel this suffocating fog of silence and lies is very important for the future of this country. Winnie Madikizela Mandela stares straight ahead when Methodist Bishop Peter Story takes the stand. He's convinced that she's guilty of gross human rights violations. The primary cancer may be and was and will always be the apartheid oppression. But secondary infections have touched many of apartheid's opponents and eroded their knowledge of good and evil. And one of the tragedies of life, sir, is it's possible to become like that which we hate most. We started torturing the youths in the manner that the Boers used to torture freedom fighters. The first thing that I did to Stompy was to hold him on both sides, throw him up in the air and let him fall freely onto the ground. And Mummy was sitting and watching us. He was tortured so severely that at some stage I could see that he would ultimately die. That's why I think the kidnapping and the murder of Stompy Sapai are important beyond the normal horror we should feel. Because at one level they may have been common law crimes, but they're also about the ruthless abuse of power, even given the latitude of a time of struggle. And they resemble far too closely the abuses of apartheid itself. Some witnesses believe that the Mandela United Football Club was closely linked to the apartheid police. Former coach Jerry Richardson even confesses to being a police informer or impimpi. The football club was infiltrated by the police and some of its members actually worked for the police. Some members of the community held the view that Mrs. Mandela herself was working with the police. Throughout the special hearing, the Truth Commission hears that Winnie Madikizela Mandela is intimidating witnesses testifying against her. We have kept quiet. We have had private reports on commission level that Mrs. Madikizela Mandela has been contacting witnesses who have been subpoenaed. We have tried to provide them with witness protection. We need an unequivocal statement from her 
that she will not contact any witnesses who have been subpoenaed by this commission. Thank you, Mr. Chairperson. Through her lawyer, Winnie Marigzela Mandela says, if the commission has the evidence, then charge me. When her supporters confront the mother of Stompy Sapay, Truth Commission Chairperson Desmond Tutu intervenes. Some people wearing the uniform of the ANC Women's League harassed Mrs. Sipay when she went to the ladies. May I just say that it is reprehensible conduct, which I condemn in the strongest possible terms. It is disgraceful. That mother has lost a child who was killed gruesomely. And it is disgraceful for people who claim to be mothers to subject her to the kind of treatment that I learned Mrs. Sipe was subjected to. I hope I won't need to intervene again. Time and again, witnesses express their fear of Winnie Madikizela Mandela. Ishmael Semenya. Has she ever threatened you, ma'am? Yes, I used to see her scaring other people or threatening other people. And it's the first time that I face Mrs. Mandela. I'm even scared of her even now. Winnie Marikizela Mandela's response to every single allegation against her is basically just two words. Jerry Richardson says you ordered the killing of Stompy. That is ludicrous. That is ridiculous. Beautiful and brave is she. A symbol of courage to Dignity, beloved. <laughs>